Welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas, and I have a passion for writing about the things that move me with the hopes they move you too. So thanks for tuning in. In today's episode may seem like an odd topic, but this personal essay that I wrote called Don't Waste the Magic is really something that's been germinating in me for a long time, for probably five years. And I just felt like this was a good time of year to share it. And I think you'll see why as we head into the new year, there is some opportunity for us to determine how we go into the new year. And you know, there was someone who said one time that how you leave somewhere will determine how you enter. Actually, I think it was my pastor who said that maybe. And he was talking about things like how you leave a job. You know, you've heard the term, don't burn your bridges. Um, How you leave a place of employment is important. And if you leave with integrity, and if you leave from a place of, you know, you you do the things you're supposed to do, you give your two-week notice, you don't leave your department in the lurch, you tie up the loose ends that you can tie up, that will determine how you enter or start the next thing that you're going to. Having said all that, I want to share with you this personal essay that's about garbage, and it's called Don't Waste the Magic. After my divorce, I moved myself to Boston and took up residence in an apartment that was less than half the size of the condo I had been living in for the past 13 years. This new North End apartment was smaller in every way. The ceilings were closer to my head, and I'm not a tall person, and the natural light was hard to come by because the windows were narrow and scarce. There wasn't enough room for my previous life, which is probably a good thing. It wouldn't fit. I was forced to leave behind, packed up in boxes in my parents' basement, 25 years of picture frames, CDs, even my high school cassette collection that for some reason I just couldn't part with yet. I gave away my king-size master bed and the living room furniture we bought together that was perfect when our dream home was new. I brought plenty of emotional baggage with me to Boston, but physical stuff? I was forced to clean out and buy new, which wasn't such a bad thing. My new place was so small that the only space I could find for garbage was under the sink in my small galley kitchen. Even then, it only held the smallest one-gallon trash can I could find at Walmart. Coming from a fancy pull-out drawer that held two 10-gallon kitchen trash cans, I was concerned. I realized I had come to take garbage space for granted. The act of creating waste is part of the human condition. We are consumers. To exist is to create waste. It is unavoidable. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, we generate 292.4 million tons of solid waste per year in the United States. That averages out to approximately 4.9 pounds of waste per person per day. The tonnage generated per year has almost tripled from the 1970s, but more than a third is recycled or composted now, so that's good news. When I was a kid, we jumped up out of our morning TV slumber or dropped everything and ran from the backyard when we heard the low whine of the garbage truck moving from the house next door to our shoulder of the road. The men in gray coveralls, riding on the back bumper with one arm on the handrail, jumped off before the truck came to a full stop. They grabbed our metal cans that had been dragged out the night before and stood waiting at the end of our driveway. Tossing the lid to the side, they emptied our cans into the truck and set them back down. 
We hung on the sidelines and waited for the main event when the back wall of the truck came to life with a slow-moving arm that maneuvered out beyond the garbage that had just been dumped and with one deliberate motion scraped all of our waste from that week into the belly of the monster. These coveralled magicians made garbage disappear. In the house I live in now, I am back to a drawer in the kitchen that holds two 10-gallon containers. We load it up day after day with potato peels, coffee pods, garlic skins, junk mail, and the remnants from dinner that my stepson just could not make peace with. I now live with people who treat it like a personal challenge to see how much garbage they can actually fit in these two cans, pushing down on the contents with their hands to get in that empty container of Tillamook mint chocolate chip and one more tuna can. When they finally come to terms with the fact that the bag is full and must be removed, it is another feat to tie up the bags and get them out of the house without the juice from the chicken package leaking on the kitchen floor, or worst case, the bag is so full it tears and a trail is formed all the way to the plastic square containers on the side of the house, and even more cleanup is now required. On the flip side, I'm annoyed if my husband takes the garbage out on Thursday night before I have a chance to search high and low throughout the house for any waste that can go in Friday morning's pickup. I feel cheated and regretful if I don't get the chance to empty all the Tupperware containers in the fridge with contents no longer identifiable due to the slimy surface or fuzz that has grown, and the goat cheese that has turned a shade of green, or maybe the pepperoni from last week pizza night that someone forgot to cover with plastic and now is hard as a rock. In my little apartment in Boston, I had no choice but to empty my trash every day. At night before bed, I would tie up my plastic grocery bag that lined my little white pal under the sink and walk down the quiet, sleepy hallway. Behind a plain, unlabeled door, all the way at the opposite end of the fourth floor, I pulled the handle on this rectangular plate and dropped my bag into the dark chute. Like magic, it disappeared. On the nights when I didn't have the energy to clean out before bed, I carried my bag with me when I left for work the next morning and dropped it in the chute before I grabbed the elevator down. I quickly got in the habit of starting each day with a fresh plastic bag in an empty container. I learned in that tiny, less than 1,000 square foot apartment that while creating garbage or waste is unavoidable, how long we hold on to it is up to us. I began to appreciate not having the option or luxury to accumulate things that I had no business accumulating. There is no good reason to keep food you're never going to eat, drained wine bottles that only contain shame, and toxic fumes from rotting animal flesh or produce. There is no good reason to hold on to the hurt from a comment your best friend made the anger from the guy who flipped you off for pulling out in front of him, the regret for marrying the guy who didn't really want you, or the red-faced presentation you flubbed in front of your work friends. Shoving down past hurts, resentments, shame, and offenses until you're overflowing with smelly, slimy garbage only leaves a messy trail that you'll be forced to clean up at some point. Choosing to start each day fresh, empty, clear of yesterday's waste or toxic fumes, allows you to be open and present, ready to receive whatever this day brings. Keep your waste container small and empty it often. That's where the magic is. So there you go. 
There's my piece about garbage. Uh, You know, it's so true. All of it is true. And I really have been uh, marinating on this idea, this topic, this thing that just really struck me when I was living in Boston. And, you know, I really would take my garbage out every night, take the wine bottle out that I had just drank all by myself, you know, sad, emotionally cutting in my small little living room, listening to sad songs. And there was something really cathartic about it. There truly was something cathartic about emptying out every day. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that weekly garbage day when you try to clear out the house of everything that's smelly before the garbage guy comes. And I know you've all felt that feeling, that catharsis when you clean out a closet, when you get rid of too many clothes, when you get rid of the old tax returns from 2002 and who you were and who you were married to in 2002. You know, there's something very cathartic for us humans, even though we create waste and we can't avoid creating waste. There's really something cathartic about letting it go when it's time to let it go. I know I'm really going to work hard on taking out that trash before the new year. What is the garbage that you need to part with? What is the garbage that you need to take down to the magic chute and just let it disappear? You know, I would encourage you to think about that and just get ready to let it all go. Again, keep your waste container small and empty it often. That's where the magic is. Thanks for listening today. I hope that you could relate to this. I hope you got something out of it. You can find more information and contact me by going to kellybargabas.com slash podcast. If you got something useful by listening today, please subscribe, share, or review all there is. I'd appreciate it. And Happy New Year. Take care.